1: All right, Brian, since we last talked the Cowboys, uh, there's been a lot of discussion. We we're talking about Chuma Idoga and Kellen Deesh and Alex Leatherwood and different guys like that. Uh, Alex Leatherwood ends up getting claimed by the Chicago Bears. And uh, the development is the the guy that was the tackle for the Bears last year, who the, the Bears are still in the process of trying uh, to figure out who's going to fill in and replace, and that's Jason Peters, somebody who we've talked a little bit about to this point. Uh, but the Cowboys brought in Jason Peters for a visit on Thursday. Uh, as, at the time that we're recording this on Thursday night, it doesn't sound like we're going to get any sort of a resolution or any sort of an answer on that. Uh, it'll be more likely Friday where we'd find that out. Uh, but, Brian, I know you've gotten a chance to study him. You've gotten a chance to talk to some people around the league about him. So kind of give us our, your, your scouting report and, and what some of the chatter is about Jason Peters around the NFL.
2: Yeah, Bob, uh I did. I sat down last night. I, I thought I forgot how to watch tape. I hadn't done it since the <laughs>
1: college draft, but uh I managed to sit down. I, I got you watch, I got you some college tape already by I the way. I know you do. And, and we and, and, and we're gonna get some Ohio State and Notre Dame this after this Can't weekend wait. we're gonna be ready. December <laughs> ready. Go ahead. first, I'll start doing this. <laughs> there we again. go. There December, we go. December
2: first. But uh but yes, uh sat down watched Peters play. Uh, my gang is 7 who if you follow along on 1053 the fan those are my uh, buddies who are general managers directors of player personnel all kinds of scouts guys that that do uh do film work during the year we're telling me hey listen Brian you need to take a look at Jason Peters if you're looking for an offensive tackle and i'm like 40 years old you know he's I always remembering banged up with the eagles and they're like no he you need to watch him play for the bears. He, he, he hung in there. He had a good season, started off a little slow. So, you know, I, I said, okay, I'm going to watch him early, watch him middle and watch him late. And so it it managed to be the 49ers, the uh, Packers that the game that was played in Chicago and then the giants at the end of the year, because it was a division opponent. I wanted to see how he blocked those guys. So overall, you know, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was worried. I'm like, gosh, this guy's big. He's, He's heavy, he, you know, slow footed. You know, but you did see some problems with the run blocking when the ball was away from him. So he's playing the left tackle and he's got to make that step. He's got to make that hard step to his right to cut off or get his head across the defender's uh, you know, the defender there so he can, you know, hook him back into the inside there. And the problem with, with Jason is that. His size, his age, his it just he can't do that. He can't make that step and completely get across. So you see him kind of push or try and wall. He tries to get in the way, but you know, just to get a piece of the guy, he you know, that's what he tries to do. Now that's going to the right. When he goes to the left, there is absolutely no problem with him because the ball's coming behind him. He can take a step a lateral step with his left foot, he can get into his into his man. And he could push. And his mass and his strength give defenders problems. He can get push in the running game when the ball is behind him to that left side and he has to be able to come off the ball. He can do that. It's the, it's that, it's that cutoff block that he has to make going backside. And when I mean backside, he's on the backside of the play. And yeah. the play is going front side to his right. And that's a problem for him. Pass sets, I'll tell you what. He's still got it. He's still got the punch. He's still got the feet. He's still got the lateral slide. You don't see people just running around him, uh, you know, giving him problems. The 49ers have a good pass rush, good defenders. The Packers, uh, the Giants, it's, you know, the, it, late in the year with the Giants. And, the, you know, both teams are – one team's 4-11. and 11, The other team's 5-10. and 10. You know and he's still playing hard and they got a quarterback in fields that is moving around it's really not sure in the pocket you know and, and that's a problem for him I mean with the offensive line you know sometimes you got to you got to be able to set and then the quarterback's going to throw from the pocket but I was I was really really happy to see him play I, I when I the first game I'm like okay great San Francisco second game Green Bay oh okay great third game, I'm like, end of the season, like, man, this guy is still playing hard in like week 16, you know? So I, I, or I was just really uh, impressed with him. I understand, uh, you know, why the, my gang of seven liked the guy uh, and why they told me to watch the player. And I can understand why the Dallas Cowboys and Bobby, you reported it. And I don't know if it was on our show on G bag nation, or it was on the podcast that you were saying that, that the, the Cowboys, he, they they were they liked him earlier than this. Yeah, you know they even before even before uh, Smith uh, Tyron Smith got hurt, they were talking about this this particular player.
1: Yeah, I think that they this was somebody that they liked as a potential depth piece. It was somebody that you know, knowing Tyron Smith's injury history and knowing what type of a player Jason Peters could still you know can still be, and somebody who. And one of the big things we heard all offseason about for the Cowboys was culture, 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 that they were right. worried about those things. Somebody that they viewed as like, oh, this is a, a good influence for us to have in, in this offensive line room and and to help out. Um, and so that was somebody that I, I know they were at least kicking around as a potential name as, hey, maybe this will be a veteran tackle that we can bring in. I don't know how much he he can be. I know some people said, well, he can be your swing tackle for now. And, and we'll talk about... Tyler Smith versus Jason Peters as a starter here in a sec. I don't know how much you want him playing the right side at this point. I think he's pretty no. much exclusively left side at this point. Yeah. But- I I
2: yeah, I wouldn't, Bobby. I I think you're I think you're right about that. I mean, I've watched him play. He looks totally comfortable playing on the left side. And he knows he's deficient on that cutoff in the run game. You can yeah. tell. But he's not on the ground flopping around or diving in the back of guy's legs and trying to you know, he legitimately is trying to get his head across. You know, he, he's played a lot of campaigns in this league. He's just not as, you know, as, as quick-footed as he once was or as nimble. Now, I say nimble because in pass protection, his feet, his hands, everything look good. He, he You don't see people just run by him. I would personally, if they can get this done, and as we we're talking about this as we're taping, you know, they're in a situation right now where – Uh, They brought him in for a visit. They brought him in for a physical. Nothing is going to be, like you said, taken care of tomorrow, until tomorrow one way or another. You know, we're having some bad weather here in Dallas right now. I mean, he might not have been able to get home because of the, you know, the conditions and stuff. But if he's still here, that means that Adam Pacifica, the cap guy, uh, his agent, those guys could very well be working on something. They could very well be trying to, you know, take him to dinner tonight uh, you know, visit with him a little bit more, get to know him a little bit more and, you know, let Adam and his, and his agent, you know, try and work this thing out. Now they're in a little bit different of a situation, you know, last year, you know, he played for $1.75 million. Now he sees a situation with the Cowboys. He's like, well, you know, I see you're in a little bit of a bind right now. You got a rookie left tackle starting. Uh, I'm going to need a little bit more than that. Maybe three and a half million to play, Maybe some incentives if I'm the starter, you know. I think he gave the the Bears a break to stay in the league. I don't know necessarily if he's going to give the Cowboys a any type of a Texas discount, uh, even though that's where he's from.
1: And I know you've you've told the the story before on the radio. I think you maybe have even talked about it here on the podcast. Um, the the story of you telling Jerry like, yeah, you need to you you need to fork over this money for Leroy Glover. Uh, If you were in there as a pro personnel guy and making the evaluation on Jason Peters and he's asking for more than that one point seven five million, he's asking for four with incentives or whatever else. Are you in there telling Jerry? Yeah, this guy's worth it. Give him the money.
2: As a pro personnel guy, yeah, I remember with the Leroy, Leroy Glover deal, I had such good intelligence from the Saints. I had friends that worked there that, you know, they knew that they couldn't get the deal done, and, and they were just – they couldn't they couldn't say enough nice things about him. I and when Jerry asked me about signing him, you know, I think we had to give him a $5 million signing bonus at the time. and And Jerry goes, you're going to give him this money? And I'm like – Yes, sir, I am. Now, you couldn't have driven a nail up my butt that, you know, that day because that was how, how clenched up I was. But, you know, that's a big thing at the time. To give somebody $5 million, now it's just kind of like old hat, you know. It's pocket change to some of these guys. But, uh, yeah, it's – I think if I'm in there, I I know one thing about Will McClay. Will is always interested in trying to protect himself and, with this roster. And – this protects yourself. This protects you that if something happens to Smith, what if he gets another high ankle sprain or something like that? Yeah. Then he, he could you know, this is where you're now you've got a legitimate backup guy that can that can help you and then your season's just not completely lost.
1: Which to that point, talking about the high ankle thing, because I know high ankles are always that's a scary injury. Um, for, for, I mean, anybody in general. I mean, you know, we've all twisted an ankle or something like that, but a high ankle sprain, when you're talking about that for somebody who, you know, is that tackle or defensive end or anything else, like that can be a crippling injury that can really throw things yeah. off. Tyler Smith has been moving well out here at practice this week. Um, we're kind of limited in what we could see. We don't get to see team period anymore um, during the regular season, but when you watch him going through drills and, and working out and everything else. Heavily bulky taped up on yeah. the left ankle. Um, but moving moving fine doesn't seem to limit him, and he said it's getting better every day, so that's encouraging. I think that if they get this done, if they're able to bring Jason Peters on, I think Tyler Smith is still starting at left tackle. I do, too. too. And, and they're going to give him an opportunity until he potentially loses. So maybe ramp Jason Peters up a little bit and just say, hey, get yourself ready as if you're going to start. And then by the time we feel like you're ramped up, maybe we're a couple games in the season and we go, all right, let's figure out, do we now need to make a change or are we good here? And Jason Peters can just be our insurance policy.
2: Yeah, I would, you asked me the question, I would pay the $4 million to make sure I have that insurance policy. And you know, that Jason Peters is probably not in very good physical condition right now. And I mean that not as you know a slobby guy that, you know, Sure, it's, it's, He's one of those guys. I remember guys at the at Seattle, there was a guy named Walter Jones. Yeah. That hated training camp. And Walter Jones always figured out how not to go through training camp and still play at a super high level there with the Seahawks. Uh, Jason Peters knows what he has to do. He's 40 years old, but, man, he looked good. I mean, he looked good, you know, doing what he did last year. So if they can bring him on, and the ideal situation would be for – Tyler Smith to be good. I, yep. I mean, he doesn't have to be Tyron Smith. He just, if you're good, just be good. Don't get called for holding penalties. Don't give up any sacks. Don't give up any big hits. Be effective in the running game. If they could just get that with with Jason Peters on the bench, learning, getting in shape, that that would be a big, big, big plus for them.
1: Got two questions for you here as we wrap this up. First one, I know you've talked about something that both the tackles, Terrence Steele and Tyron Smith, we talked about her struggles for them. When you watch tape, did you see how Jason Peters is able to handle the inside moves? Do those give him any trouble? Yeah.
2: no, he was fine. I mean, if Jason Peters is going to get beat inside, he is going to push as hard as he can in the back and get that guy off balance because he's very, very mindful of when he plays in that left-handed stance, he's got his, he's got his left foot back, so he's already got his right foot as like that power foot so you watch him kick, but he does' it, he's able to readjust and slide back inside. He's a pretty smart guy when it comes because there was a couple of times they tried to take him inside. He took a good, real hard step, that power stepped with his right foot, and he was able to like to, to shut the door on those
1: defenders. And then I, I know you uh, you would always watch Cowboys game tape uh, every sure. week after they'd play a game last year. So uh not that this matters totally to the equation, but maybe gives Cowboys fans a little frame of reference. Twenty twenty one, who was a better football player, Tyron Smith or Jason Peters? Wow,
2: twenty twenty-one. Uh, I would I would go with Tyron Smith. Just okay. because I more complete, you know, okay. run game. Tyron's not gonna Tyron's not gonna Tyron will give up stuff inside, but the run state—you could see Tyron Smith get his head in front. He's not going to give up much on the backside because you'll see the ball. Some of the runs that they were able to make in the first eight weeks, he was able to make that cutoff block, and then all of a sudden that ball starts right and then cuts back behind the center. You got to have a backside guard and a tackle that can make that hole to where you can get. I don't think with 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 Jason Peters there is going to be a lot of cutback. It is press the hole, press the hole, press the hole, and get as much as you can coming off that side. I don't know about, about how much you're going to allow that that cut off that cut from going right to left behind the center because his guy might be there. I don't think Tyron Smith allows that.
1: You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The love of the, the Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.